The school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome. This is the Hi Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be talking to Greg Zernamer, the marketing engineer from Reef Steamers. I will have the Hi Kids riddle to challenge your thinking and here are the details. If you have any questions for my guest, if you want to answer the riddle or say hi or anything like that, the SMS number is 34519 and charged at 1150. Or you can send me a WhatsApp for absolutely free on 061-895-1019. And please sign your name so I can give you a free shout out on air. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. Get ready for an interesting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. That last song you heard was Ice Worker from Frozen. This is the Car Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. And now listen up. If you're between the ages of 9 and 11 years old, if you're well-spoken, confident, curious about the world you live in, and if you have one afternoon free a week, we would love to meet you. Chai FM wants to meet and train Car Kids for radio. If you want to meet us, send an email to kids at chaifm.com. Car Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. And now it's time for the riddle. Right, let's have a drum roll. I am taken from a man and shut up in a wooden case, from which I am never released, and yet I am used almost every day. What am I? If you know the answer, then you can send me an SMS on 34519 or WhatsApp me on 061-895-1019 with your name and the answer. And you could win a family ticket with 900 rand on a steam engine to Michalisburg or Irene if you're the first one to get the right answer. That's an awesome prize. Remember, you have to give others a chance to win, though. So if you have won a high fame in the last 90 days, you can still enter for the riddle, but you won't be able to win. Today, I have Greg, Greg Zernamer. Is that how you pronounce it? Zernamer. Zernamer, the marketing <coughs> engineer from Reef Steamers in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send me an SMS on 34519 or WhatsApp on 061-895-1019. Or you can even call us on 010-140-3020. Good afternoon, Greg. How are you? Jacob, fine. And you? Good, thank you. So, uh, first things first, can you please explain what your company does? Okay, so Reef Steamers is a uh, voluntary organization, and what we are trying to do is preserve and keep steam engines for future generations. So, so we fix them, and we maintain them, and then we run them for, for the pleasure of people to experience steam engines. So, when you say preserve, are you suggesting that steam engines might be becoming out of date and people don't use them that much no they don't jacob um many many years ago everybody was used to steam engines now there's very few of them left so if we don't look after them and if we don't preserve them then they very easily can become derelict and in the future we won't have the pleasure of seeing any steam engines run anymore and what is your role in this company? Then? So I'm the marketing engine, or some people will call a marketing manager. So my job is to make sure people know about the steam engine and to make sure that um, people come and enjoy Joburg's own steam train. Okay, so do you also do like um, trips around South Africa? Is that what you do, or do you just like keep them? No, we try and give people an opportunity to um, really experience the steam engines. So twice a month, we either run to Irene or we go to Michalisburg for the day. And then we um, sell tickets 
and then people can get on the train and they can have a real, real live experience of a steam engine either to Mughalis or to Irene. Wow, so it's only those two places so far? Yes, at the moment it's the only two places that we are allowed to run um, because the rest of the railway lines are for passenger service or for mainline trains. So the railways allow us to run to Irene and they allow us to run to Mughalisburg. Those are two really nice places, so I guess it's pretty lucky then. We're very lucky to go to Irene and, and Mahalis because in Irene there's a lot to do. There's the big red barn we take people to and also the Irene farm. And in Mahalisburg we go to a wonderful place called um, Sleepy River, which is a really beautiful campsite that people can have a really fun family day. Mm, that sounds really nice. I've never been, but I'd love to. Well, we hope we're going to see you on the train soon, Jacob. Hopefully. How long has the company been running? So it's been around since 1991. Um when that was sort of the last time that steam engines were really used on mainline trains. And then it was decided in cooperation with the railways to to take a place and and to be able to preserve steam engines for future use there. Okay, and then how, how have you been there right from the start? No, I've not. I've not. I wish I was, but I've been with, with Re-Steamers for about five years. I joined them about five years ago. And um, I've always been a steam engine fan. My dad wrote a few books on steam engines, so it was almost like a natural thing that I would end up one day at at one of the at, at uh, looking after steam engines. And did, were you always just the marketing manager, or do you have to work your way up? Well, I started off as what we call um, a coach controller. So all the volunteers um, in the organization have jobs or can apply for jobs. So I started as a coach controller, which means it's almost like a ticket conductor. So um, when we run the passenger or when we have passengers on the train, we need people to look after people in the coach. And so I was trained as a coach controller, um, helping passengers in the train. And then um, uh, when the position for the marketing came available, I volunteered and they gladly said I could, I could um, run the marketing for them. So what did you have to study before you went or did you just not? You just well, it's a, it's a volunteer organization. So it's, not, it's more dependent on your ability to want to give back. But I did study marketing. I have a degree in marketing and I do also in my full time run a marketing company that so I'm quite familiar with, with, with doing the marketing. So since it's voluntary, can anyone just become involved? Anybody can come be can be involved, but it does take a little bit of dedication, so it means that you must be able to put some time in. You know, to fix those steam engines and to fix the coaches and run the railway it takes a lot of time. So we like the volunteers to get involved in fixing steam engines. Um and driving the steam engines, being uh, firemen, uh, f- uh, um, um, making sure that they're able to be maintained. So there's a lot of work at, uh, um, at the steam depot. So then how does one become involved? I think um, the best is to contact Reef Steamers. You can do that via our website, which is www.reefsteamers.com. Um, or you can just email marketing at reefsteamers.com and we can give you some information and, and show you how you can get involved. What sort of rules are there about your company? Uh, rules. Well, we have a lot of – remember when we are on the, on the railways or on the tracks, there are very stringent safety rules. So we have to abide by all the safety rules that railways have to abide by. So when we operate the steam engines and when they are um, working, there are very, very strict rules that we have to follow to make sure that people are safe and to make sure that there are no accidents that happen. Okay. And where else are there similar rules? 
in other types of transport? Do you know? Well, uh, uh, most railway organisations would have similar rules like that, and uh, and and I think everywhere where the safety of people are are paramount, there will be strict rules that you have to follow to make sure people don't get hurt. Are these rules from the government or just part of the company? They are regulated by an authority. So there's a railway regulation authority. So all of these rules are regulated by government. And, uh, and we routinely have inspectors who come and make sure that, we, that these rules are enforced and that um, nobody gets hurt. Okay. Uh, do you know who started your company or the company? It was started in 1991 by a group of volunteers. Um, I don't know exactly who the founding members were, but it was back in 1991 that the, that the organization was started. So it's been running for how long then that would be? That would no. be almost 27 years. Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't have thought that back in the 90s that you would have to start preserving them already. And I don't think anybody did, but you know, time moves so quickly. And um, when we just saw how quickly the steam locomotives were decommissioned and cut up, um, it was evident then that we, if we didn't do something special, very, very quickly they would they would be extinct, and we wouldn't be able, we'll only see them pictures, and we'd actually not be able to enjoy them as we want people to enjoy them. Okay, so that is the main part of your company is that you just want people to enjoy what once was so much. It's part, of, it's part of the experience, but if we get people to enjoy it, it means we can preserve it. So if we're not going to get people to enjoy it, then there's no need to look after the steam engines. So they do sort of work hand in hand in, in, uh, with one another. Makes sense, makes sense. Mm. So what is the hardest part of your specific job at the company? I think my hardest part is to be able to continuously get people to ride on the train um, because we are dependent to run the organization to have people buy tickets and to pay to go on the train, and then we can use that money to be able to run the trains properly and also to make sure that the steam engines are kept for, 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 uh, and, and preserved. Okay. Uh, do you think that if, God forbid, or mm. do you think that steam engines are ever going to become extinct? You know, um, ever is a long time, but one of the steam engines that we've got there, she'll be 100 years old next year. So I take hope from that to make sure to say that if we can have, have preserved her for a hundred years, then I'm sure if we have dedicated people and people who have an enthusiasm for steamer engines, then I think we can preserve them for, for the future because they're really strong. They're not like the stuff we get today that is all, uh, that breaks quickly. They are very strong and robust. So if you look after them properly, they can stay for many, 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 many years. Uh, so just speaking of strong and the things that I made today, I've just, so would an example of that sort of thing be like, you know, if you look at Samsung's today, they're really thin and they crack easily. But if you look at Nokia's, it's, it's really quite interesting. I read an article about this, is that NASA actually locked it, or not at NASA, sorry, America. They did this experiment where they locked it a bomb and the Nokia still survived. So would you say the steam engines are that strong? Well, I think if you have to compare them to cars and to buses and to cell phones, I would say that steam engines are a lot stronger than... Than, the, than those objects. Okay, and what is the most rewarding or best part of your job? Being able to ride on a steam engine, be able to be there and to actually see it operate and to hear the steam engine and to smell the smoke and to just see the, the pleasure that it brings to young kids when they see that steam engine coming to the station for the first time. That's a real great experience to see the excitement on their faces. And do you ever have days when you don't feel this? Do you just feel like, you know, it's not worth it or... No, never. You know, um, it's it's something special where they say then when the steam 
engine or the steam train is in your blood, it's very difficult to get it out. But yes, there are some days frustrating when you work with people on the on the train. There are some frustrating days, but it, it's never a day that you feel that you shouldn't be there. I think it's it's a it's it's we're really blessed to be able to to take part in something like that. Okay, I agree with that. Mm. Uh, how do you advertise? Since Main, you are the marketing manager, mainly on Facebook. So we've got a Facebook page called Reef Steamers Train Trips, and then we will also. Um, uh, I have a website, which is www.reefsteamers.com. And then we make use of opportunities like you've given us to be able to talk about uh, reef steamers and in that way uh, make sure that a lot more people hear about it and are able to come and enjoy the steam engine with us. Well, I'm glad that, I, that I've given you this opportunity because it sounds like a really cool thing. It's a really cool thing. And thank you for that, Jacob. We're very, very grateful for, your, for, for you giving us this opportunity. Okay. Where is reef steamers situated? Okay, so we have a depot. The steam engine depot out in Germiston, which is the old uh, railway depot. And at that depot is where all the um, steam engines are kept and preserved and looked after. And that's where we operate from. And then when on the days that we run, we either go to Park Station to pick up the passengers at Park Station. Or if we go into Irene, then we will take the train and go to Rhodesfield and then pick up the passengers in Rhodesfield. Okay, uh, what is a depot? Is it deportation? No, no. <laughs> a depot is like a place where the steam engines live. Okay. That's what they call it a depot. So, um, so that's where we take the steam engines to, to to put them in the shed. We lock them up there to make sure that they that they that they're safe, and that's where all our coaches are are stored. Uh, so it's mostly a voluntary uh, company, correct? But then do you have like actual staff that you do pay, or all completely voluntary? Um, 99% is voluntary and I think we have four permanent staff members who who work at the depot. Uh, we have a depot manager and then we have three staff members that help him um, do, do a lot of the work that has to be done on a daily basis at the depot. About how many volunteers do you have then? Um, about 250. So it is a growing thing. It's growing, but we're always looking because you know to fix a steam engine is lots of it's manual work. It's hard. It's you be able, you must be able to pick up heavy things and and turn big bolts. So you need lots of hands and lots of people with skills, different skills to be able to 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 fix and maintain those steam engines. Yeah, I can imagine, um, especially since they're so big. Hey, yeah, they're very big. Yeah, I've never seen one. So well, you're gonna come and visit us at the depot and. And then when you come back late, you can come report back to your friends and tell them what an experience it was to actually come and see the steam engines at the depot. I will do. How many depots are there? We have one, but there are there are about four or five other volunteer organizations that are also um, look after steam engines, and they all have their own depots. So I'd say there's about five steam depots in South Africa. So um, do you only are you only situated in Germiston, or are there... All around the country. No, we only we only situated in Germiston, and we we operate in Johannesburg, and that's why we call ourselves Joburg's own steam train. Okay, and if you could change one thing in your company, what would you change about it? Oh, I think to be able to run the steam engines more often and where we would like to go. I think I think it'd be pretty restricted in where we could go, and I think if we can able to take a steam engine to Durban, what lots of fun that would be for people to go on holiday with a steam engine. Oh, I'm actually <laughs> I, I've just always my dad often explain to me what it's just like to be on a train and that just that sound that puts you to sleep and that but I've never actually experienced it what's amazing it sounds amazing it's amazing when you wake up early in the morning and you hear the steam engine and the whistle and you hear you hear the sound and then you hear the train moving it's an absolute amazing experience okay so I think this is a good time to take a song break is that okay with you brilliant thank you 
You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. That song was It's Possible from Susicle. My name is Jacob Gordon and this is the High Kids Show. My guest in studio today is Greg Zernamo, the marketing engineer from Reef Steamers. Remember, if you have any questions or want to say hi, the SMS number is 34519. You can also WhatsApp on 061-895-1019 or call us on 010-140-3020. And also remember that today's riddle was, I am taken from a mine and shut up in a wooden case, from which I am never released and yet I'm used almost every day. What am I? And if you know the answer, then send me an SMS on those numbers, 34519 or 061-895-1019. So let's get back to our interview. Okay. Uh, what sort of departments are there? So we have quite a few departments. Um, we have a big engineering department, and the engineering department is is there to be able to fix the engines and make sure that they run properly. Then we have an operations department to make sure that the um, that the train runs properly and that the, and that that it's safe. We have marketing, which we we use to to market the um, uh, um, reef steamers to everybody. We have a um, a food and beverage department which serves food on the train and makes sure people are fed. Um, and then and then we have the depot, which um, which is responsible for the security of the depot and to make sure everything at the depot functions properly. Um, okay, and which you're part of the marketing department. That's right, yes. And you're the head of it. I'm the head of it, yes. Okay, and so what is your main purpose as that then? I think it's to make sure that um, people know about reef steamers, that we that we um, inform as many people as possible and then get as many people as possible to come and join us and be able to take part in the, and have an experience on, on one of the steam trains. So I'm um, just, you said about the food and beverage department. Mm. Do they kosher, um, not kosher, Sorry, do they meet people's food demands like halal, vegetarian, yes. all that? If we, if um, everything, we try and meet as much as we can. And and a lot of the time, if we have people who have special dietary needs, they'll invite, they will tell us in advance, and then we will make sure that we cater for people on on the train. Okay, so where do you and your staff eat then? We 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 get food from the from the restaurant car, and uh, because it's a volunteer organization, we. We are given a breakfast in the morning, which is sometimes a sandwich and coffee. And they also do sell cool drinks and sweets and chips and hamburgers and all the other stuff on the train. So there's enough food to be able to eat when we're on the train. Okay. So mm-hmm. then uh, how long are the hours or do you just work your own hours since it is voluntary? Um, there, a lot of people work on Saturdays because they they have their own jobs in the day. But if we're going to be running a train, so if we're going to go to Machalisburg, um, a lot of people will arrive between five and six o'clock, so the driver and the fireman will probably arrive at about four o'clock in the morning, and they'll start preparing the steam engine, and then the crew will arrive at about between five and six, and then they will have a briefing, and we have a medical test, and we have to make sure that we there's nothing wrong with us, and then by seven, half past seven, the steam engine will leave, the train will leave, and it'll make its way to Joburg, so that we at Park Station around half past eight to nine o'clock. Then we're off to Machalis, and normally we leave Machalis at about three o'clock in the, three four o'clock in the afternoon, and depending on if there's no delays, we're back at the depot at about eight nine o'clock at night. So it's a long day for the volunteers when we're riding the train. Yeah, but four o'clock in the morning—that usually isn't in my internal alarm. 
How yes, did he even wake up that time? <laughs> yes, and then think about it. There was another guy who would be called a loco minder. Um, so we have a guy who stays awake the whole night looking after the steam engine so that it doesn't, so its fire doesn't die. Yeah. So that guy has been there the whole night, and then at about between four and five the next morning, he'll hand over the steam engine to this fireman and the driver coming on duty to be able to make sure that they're ready to use it. Do you ever do like night trips that start in the evening? Um, not anymore, but there is a um, there is an organisation. Um, well, there's a few organizations that still do trips, but they don't always use the steam engine, so they will they might use diesel or electric. But there is still organizations that run at night, and then obviously the railways they still have their regular passenger services that run at night. But we don't at this stage. Do you have to have um, meetings about what's going to happen and plan in advance? Yes, we do. Every single time that there's a train running, there's a meeting to plan and to make sure everything is is run properly. And also we, um, um, as a management team, as a board that, that, that run the organization, we meet on a regular basis to make sure that the organization is run properly. Um, I'm just backtracking a bit. Mm. I completely forgot to ask this question. Uh, how old were you when you just started becoming interested in trains? About your age. Maybe a bit, maybe a bit younger. I, um, uh, my dad was very interested in steam engines and in trains. And when I was about seven, eight years old, I started being interested and I was able to accompany him a lot on different trains as he wrote his books. So I've been interested in steam engines from a very, very young age. Okay. And what is your favorite part about all that you do? Um, just being able to be there, to be part of part of a wonderful experience and to be able to, to make sure that, that those steam engines are going to be around for a long time still. How big is the biggest steam engine? In South Africa or in the world? Both. So in South, in so all the steam engines that we run all have classes. So they so if you look on the side of the steam engine, there'll be a number, and then there'll be a number below that we call it a class. That's the class. So that's how we identify them. So in South Africa, we used to have a steam engine called a twenty-five, a class twenty-five condenser, and this was a very very long steam engine. We still have one at Reef Steamers that we're looking after, although it's not serviceable anymore. And that was the longest steam engine or the biggest steam engine that they ran in South Africa called the 25 uh, um, condenser. And then in the world? In the world, it would probably be Big Boy, um, which is a steam engine that they've just brought back in America. And it's a very big steam engine in America. So I think Big Boy would probably have been the biggest steam engine in the world. And what class would it have been? Um, I think, I don't know if Big Boy, Big Boy, they've got different classes in America, but everybody just calls it Big Boy. They, they would, they, they, they know it as a Big Boy. Okay. And how do you make sure that your staff like stick to what they need to do? So we have rules and we have protocols. So everybody who, um, does something has a set of rules that they have to follow and procedures. And that's what we train them about. So if you trained as a coach controller, then you know what, what is expected of you as a coach control. If you're a train safety officer, you know what's done. If you are the train manager. So everybody that has a function on the train um, is trained and understands what they're supposed to be doing. Because if they don't, then there's a problem with safety. Okay, so what uh, other things do you do besides a marketing manager? Anything? At the reef steamers? Yeah. Um, I will be the PRO on the train, which means I will I will do the announcements at the train. Um, I'm trying to become um, part of the uh, people that drive the steam engine, so I will routinely or occasionally go out to and help at the depot, um, lend my hand there, and also um, try and do some volunteer work at the at the depot.
So do you travel almost every time that you go, or do you only go sometimes? Um, I only go sometimes because it's it's. Uh, um, uh, I also have a young family, so I can't go all the time. Although I might one, I wish to, I could go all the time. So I try once a month to be able to to ride on the train. But yeah. but there's a, there's a lot of volunteers who go every single time that the train goes. Do you have a security or personal assistant? A secretary, not security. Uh, no, I don't. Not at Restimers. I do all the work myself. Although there's a lady that does all our Facebook stuff, Lauren, and um, she helps me with uh, uh, with the marketing. Are there any uh, other ways of marketing that you do besides from technology-wise? Well, um, we do lots of word of mouth, and then we also invite schools. So we have lots of schools who come and do a school trip there. And then we try and do some talks, try and get onto radio stations like yourself, and in that way we try and, we try and market our, our services a lot more. Okay, well, thank you for coming in today. That is, and keeping just the spirit alive of steam engines, you know, I'd completely forgotten about them. Thank you, you Jacob. Know, I've never seen one, so. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you very much for giving us it's the opportunity. It's amazing work that you do. Thank you very much for, for allowing us to speak to you. And then, yeah, we want to invite you, and we want to hope to see uh, your friends and everybody listening to see them on the steam engine. If they want any information, they can just look at the Facebook page, mm-hmm. Reef Steamers Train Trips, or at the website, and there is lots of um, information on, on, uh, on, on the organization and when we're going to be riding. But thank you, Jacob. We appreciate it. Um, would you like to also just give out any other contact details? Well, if anybody wants to know anything more, they can um, email me, marketing at reefsteamers.com, or if you want to book a, uh, a ticket on the train, then you just email bookings at reefsteamers.com. Okay, thank you for coming in. Thank you very much, Jacob. Thanks a lot. Okay, let's have a song and then we're going to wrap up the riddle. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That last song you heard was Nowhere Out from Brother Bear. And this is the Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. And now it's time to wrap up the riddle. The riddle today was, I'm taken from a mine and shut up in a wooden case from which I'm never released. And yet I'm used almost every day. What am I? Unfortunately, there have been quite a few answers coming through, but no one got it right today. So, but thank you to all for playing. It was just really nice of you. So let's have a clap for them anyway. Okay, the correct answer is pencil lead, and unfortunately, no one won it. But um, it was really nice that you participated. Thank you to everyone. And now it's time to wrap up. This has been the Car Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old and join us tomorrow on another Car Kids show, only on 101.9 Chai FM. Thank you to my producer Mandy, to DJ Flo for pressing all the big buttons, to uh, Greg for coming in today, to all our listeners, everyone who um, makes this a reality for me. Thank you guys. Goodbye.